Last week, the Soilcraft Regenerative Ag Conference, sponsored by Biohumanetics, took place in Pasco, Washington. I had a chance to sit down with Biohumanetics' Dr. Rich Lamar, Senior Director of Research and Development, and Fred Nichols, Chief Marketing Officer, to talk about the company and how humic substances can help producers across the PNW. First, Fred Nichols. Yeah, we fit very well. If you take a look at the profile of our company and our product offering and our expertise, it's really tailor-made for the regenerative agricultural movement that's gaining a lot of momentum out there right now. So when people think of regen, they typically think of cultural practices, right? Rotation and cover crops and, and low tillage and some of these things. But really what we do is we bring a biological perspective to this as well. So a lot of these cultural practices certainly work very well to improve soil health. But when you take a look at what we bring on our humate-based products, we actually accelerate that, okay? So we're really working in concert with nature through natural substances that are accelerating that soil health and those microbial counts and getting the farmer's soil faster to these obtained goals that they have. You were talking to me before we let some tape roll about how the products you have are kind of cashing in sunshine from long ago. Can you give us some more details about kind of how that whole process works and how it continues to have a very natural upbringing? Yeah, we like to say that um, our product line, it's based in, in humic products, right, humic substances. And when you think about, you know, topsoil, for example, right, what's, the, what's that rich foundation of topsoil that really makes it what it is? And that's the whole humic aspect of it, right? So you certainly have that work in our favor from a soil fertility standpoint. But then when you take a look at the essence of what we provide, we are essentially harvesting ancient sunlight, so you go back to prehistoric times and dinosaur times and all these things that we watch movies about and, 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 and certainly love and our, our kids love. But keep in mind that, you know, those plants that were thriving at that point in time, something happened to them, right? So they have decayed over time and they have now found themselves in a, a layer uh, in the earth uh, with the right next to where, you know, the coal foundation is. And we have basically harvested those type of um, those type of um, fossils, if you will. If you go take a look at um, at our plants, at our facilities, and you look through our humic substances, you can actually see fossilized plant life, which is really cool to see. And just knowing that that fertile uh, nutrient that was made from the sun is now going back in the earth and help raise the crops in a very productive and natural way. Dr. Lamar, I want to bring you in. So we just got kind of a 101 about what humics are. Can you, without getting into too much detail, can you kind of give us a good idea of how humics work to help promote healthier plants? Well, humics, uh, what we call effective biostimulant response, in plants and it, it does that through creating a, a modified stress response in plants that primes the plant to handle stress that might occur down the road in the growing season and some of the things specifically um, that result from this biostimulant response are an enhanced uh, ramification or branching of the root system uh, enhanced ability of the, the plant to take up nutrients, and that involves both uh, increased energy 
and the uh, the machinery that the plant uses to actually take up different nutrients. Uh, in addition to that, there's an increase in photosynthetic efficiency, and just in the the metabolism of the plant. Uh, as a whole so that when there's stress down the road, the plant is actually stronger to handle the stress. You showed some very cool pictures during your presentation today, specifically from Iowa, if I'm not mistaken, talking about corn that had kind of the, the before humix and after humix. Can you let us know not only what those pictures entailed, but the evidence that it shows for how these products help so much? Well, as I was, t- it was, as I was just saying, the, the biostimulant response is both morphological and physiological. And in addition to uh, an en- enhanced root system, which is going to be stronger uh, and not allow the corn plants to be blown over, I think the picture you were referring to is where the non-treated uh, corn plants were totally blown down and the treated plants were still standing. Um, it also results in a thicker stem, a stronger stem, bigger leaves, Uh, the greener leaves that we talked about, and they're just stronger plants. I was also curious, and and a lot of people were talking about this, is there a difference in the humic products, where they're mined, where they come from, and and what sort of impact does that have on different crops? There is definitely a difference because, um, uh, as Fred was saying, these are geologic uh, peat formations. They're originally peat formations, and... Um, for example, some might have been tropical back back in the geologic times, and specifically talking about the Cretaceous, uh, the the peat beds that developed in Utah and New Mexico, versus ones that may have developed up in Montana or North Dakota, which may have been more temperate type 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 species. So the different plant species that the coal develops from uh, result in differences in the coal. And we're extracting the humic substances from different coal, so we're getting differences among the different sources. Those differences uh, applied to plants result in different effects on the plants. And that's manifested in how much stress is put on the plant and the ability of the chemistry and the the humic substances to also um, ameliorate the stress or so bio, biohumanetics owns two mines. We have one in uh, south of Boise in, in southern Idaho, which is a humic shale material. And uh, that uh, material is mined and then put through a process uh, to create our, what we call our mar- microcarbon uh, technology. Mm-hmm. And then that uh, we call that base con, and that's used to form a lot of different uh, products that have different nutrients in them. So we have that line. We have both a conventional line and an organic line. And we also have, also have a wastewater line. The uh, Mesa Verde mine is in uh, northwestern New Mexico. And there we actually mine the oxidized subbituminous coal, and then it's commutated to different sizes or reduced to different sizes from, I think, 3 to 7 millimeter chip all, all the way down to a micronized uh, material. And then we also use that material to produce uh, liquid products where we do alkaline extracts to produce liquid humate. Dr. Lamar, something I know a lot of Northwest and just West Coast growers were very interested to hear was humix and how it impacts crops when they're going through drought. Can you talk to us about, I I think you coined it, it, it's like insurance. You're making sure that in the event that you see less than ideal conditions, your plant is as prepared as possible. Yeah, exactly right. So um, 
one of the things that uh, one of the other speakers said today is uh, one of the things you can think about is increased microbial activity in the, in the rooting zone, in the rhizosphere. And so humic substances are known to uh, produce more root exudates and a different suite of chemicals that target beneficial microbes. But there's more microbes, too, and all those microbes have cytoplasm that contain water. And uh, so in addition to um, increasing the microbes, there's also additional water that might sustain a plant better through a drought period. Fred, I want to bring you back in here. Talk to me about the portfolio that biohumanetics has to not only help specific growers, but also growers who are thinking about maybe getting into regenerative ag and making sure that they have the tools that they need. Yes, we definitely have a full line of products, but we also have entry-level products. So for those growers who are interested in dipping their toe in the water, we certainly have offerings for them as well that they can start, you know, this regen ag game, if you will, because, you know, this whole all-in movement, you know, not everyone is going to adopt all the cultural practices and everything that Regen Ag involves year one, right? We understand that there's going to be some type of learning curve and there's going to be progression into this. So we can certainly help with, um, once again, accelerating some of the microbial activity in the soil. We've got a, a full line of the Humate products, dry as well as liquid, uh, that can go to work and help reclaiming soils. However, we've also got a full line of macro and micronutrients on the liquid side. And these products are manufactured with a very unique process, which we call microcarbon technology. And that's basically using these humic substances that we're talking about, but making those nutrients more readily available, right? And I think that's very important for that grower to really maximize their investment in their uh, crop nutrition investment. And maybe I'm showing my personal ignorance here, but having the products is one thing, but having the know-how is something else. How else can, how can you help growers who are thinking, well, I've heard about the, the lower input costs and all the great pros, but I'm still kind of a little nervous about coming off of the sideline. What kind of information, knowledge, education can you provide? There is a belief that um, based on your soil type is how well the Humate products will work for you, right? So the lower the organic matter levels in your soil, I think there is certainly a belief, and we found certainly that you can accelerate the process of, of productivity in your soil and yield benefit much quicker. And there is truth in that, right? So those who have very low organic matter levels, have sandy soils, certainly we can, you know, we can bring those up to speed you know, much quicker. But even for growers who have exceptionally good soils, right, we certainly serve as a good insurance policy for them um, because not every year is a normal year. There's no such thing as a normal year, right? So we certainly can help, you know, in that area. And then also as far as overall fertilizer investment, you know, we can look to maybe reduce some of the uh, traditional fertilizers that growers are using because we know how much more costly they are. And right now, you know, just the way the market's working, the way the world's working, crop input prices are a very tough challenge for, for any grower right now. By utilizing the Humate products, you can actually affordably use our products, but in doing so, reduce the amount of traditional NPK products that growers are using as well as um, as well as bring in some more soil soil health benefits. So I think that's something that uh, we want to take a look at. 
What's unique about biohumanetics is that we are a family-owned and employee-owned company. And we also have a very large global footprint. So, you know, in addition to serving growers in the Pacific Northwest, we also uh, market our products in 30 different countries. So it gives us a great perspective and it helps us learn how our products working and performing for growers with unique challenges, you know, all over the map. So I think that's um, that's one benefit, one big benefit, you know, that we bring is this whole global experience and it allows us to recruit talent from around the world, you know, to help in in the development of our of our products. And we are particularly happy this year that uh, Biohumanetics turns 50 years old. So it's, there says something about longevity in this business, right, especially in agriculture. So we're pretty proud to be celebrating 50 years of, of serving agriculture and, and growers with some natural-based products. If growers out there want to learn more about biohumanetics or they have questions and they don't want to get just kind of a generic answer, where do they turn? The best place for growers to turn right now to learn more about biohumanetics products in this area would be through Soilcraft. Soilcraft is a great partner of ours, and they've got a great agronomy team. I mean, their regenerative agriculture or their regenerative um, agronomy is, is something very unique, and they do really an excellent job with that, sitting down and counseling growers because, once again, uh, Soilcraft are going to have uh, boots on the ground. They're going to know individual soil types, individual regions, crops, growing seasons, and in that specific area. So we really rely upon them you know people like dr lamar will bring the expertise and the knowledge to them but once again you've got to utilize that knowledge on the field level and they have their relationships with the growers know the individual situations no pest spectrums no fertility levels in the in those specific regions you know one thing i think is fair to say is all politics are local all farming is local so certainly want to uh, use a trusted advisor like Soilcraft to, to help send that message. Once again, that was Dr. Rich Lamar and Fred Nichols with Biohumanetics.